Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Popcorn and Coffee Table Talk. I'm your host, Jesse. Is with me, as always. Here's uh, Jay. How are you? Good. How you doing? And then we got Colin in the studio. How are you? How's it going? It's going good. Yeah, it's been a good week so far. It's been a fantastic week. It's been a good week, unfortunately. we got to start things off on a little bit more dire note. The great actor James Caan of, of Elf, 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 Elf fame, Misery, The Godfather. Sunny. Yep. Died at 82. I'm not sure uh, what was the cause, though. I heard it was the mob. Got him. So Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, but no, that sucks. Yeah. Great I, actor. Again, we're getting an era of people that are reaching that point. You got your Ray Liotta. You got James Conn. It was just like, uh. Yeah, I didn't realize he was that old. Oh, uh, right? Yeah. Didn't seem like it. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You know, thoughts and prayers go out to his, their family. And more sad news too, and it just it just keeps coming now because I, I I don't know how much you listen to it. I was an avid listener of the movie trivia Schmodown. It's a big is a big deal. It's a big podcast. Do you know what it is at all? No, yeah. I don't know. I haven't listened to it a whole lot, but yeah, that's a uh, wow nine seasons. They're ending after nine years. It's a movie trivia show. Or it's an audio show and YouTube show. You could look it up, but they like formulated after the WWE. So oh. it's very bombastic and it's very out there, especially if you watch the videos and their live stuff. They've all got made up names and characters that they kind of play. And and then they just go on there and they do a very, it's a legit trivia show. And they got a belt that you win at the end and different things like that. But I love, from what I was hearing, a lot of COVID was getting in the way of everything they were trying to do. Oh, like, really? Because they're all, it's all out of California. Right. So yeah. They couldn't sustain the show with a lot of the restrictions and not being able to meet together to do yeah. it and stuff. I'm sure gas prices, you know, affected them driving meet up too. Thoughts and prayers to Californians. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> you live there. I mean, the, ni- the, ni- <laughs> the nice thing about it though, is that, I mean, they are ending. Yeah. It's sad for you. I didn't listen to a whole lot. But, oh, I loved it. Um, that opens up a chance for popcorn and coffee to take that next movie. Here we go. Podcast here we go. Here role. We go. So, if you're looking for somebody to listen to, I'm sure most of those people, have their own podcasts. Probably. But are they better alone or together? We'll find out. Yes. Nine years, though. That's a long time. That is a very long Do you think we'll make it for nine years, guys? I'm hoping to make it for nine months. (laughs) What do you think, Jabba Jeff? (laughs) Uh, Captain America 4 with Anthony Mackie launches Cloverfield Paradox. Come on, man. I'm sorry. Lands. I, I can't see my glasses. Um, Captain America 4 with Anthony Mackie. Terrible. Captain America 4 is coming out. Yes, with and Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie, obviously, yes. Captain America, directed by Julius Ona, who did The Cloverfield Paradox for Netflix. I think that was a Netflix movie. I don't yes, think that one went in theaters. So, yeah. Was it a movie or a series on there? Mm, that's an even better question. I, I didn't watch movie. it. I don't know. Was it a mo- just a movie? I thought so. Okay. I don't think it was very good. I mean, were any of the Cloverfield films any good? That first one was decent. Was it? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, I yeah. think the first one was yeah. all right. And then 10 Cloverfield Lane is a good movie. Is it? I don't know if that's... I didn't watch that I one. don't think it's linked to any of the other movies at all, but that's a good movie. You would probably like it. John Goodman? I mean, it's got John Goodman. I was going to so, say, yeah. I think that one is in-universe. I think you're right. 
I thought if you think all... about the ending. So I remember Goodman being in one, but it wasn't the first one. Yeah. 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 It's that one so, with yeah. uh, Ewan McGregor's wife. What's her name? She's got like a three, Ewan McGregor. three name. Name. Nope. <laughs> not, not getting it. Nothing. Nothing. But obviously this is going to be off the back of the, the Falcon Winter Soldier series. Right. Did, so, you, did you ever watch that? No, I never got around to watching that one. What'd you think? The Falcon Winter Soldier series? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was terrible. Wow. I didn't like it. It, wasn't it was that too, bad. It was too long. It, it drug out. I think it was like, how many episodes? Like nine, ten episodes, I think. And it was just way too... They had episodes that were in there just filler of just too much time and space. Yeah, and it made it I can bad. see that. I don't remember it, which is definitely a disservice to it. It was a forgettable show. Yeah. His, his costume's cool, though. Oh, yeah. Captain America costume. Oh, cool. yeah. Looked good. I'm like, I wish, I think that show should have been a movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't need to be a Disney Plus show. It needed no. to just be a Falcon and Winter Soldier movie. Now, is Bucky going to be in it as the Winter Soldier still? I don't or is know. this probably have... not? You don't think he's going to be in it at all? I don't know. Maybe. I bet she is. I hope not. Why? Because I really like the Winter Soldier character and I think he overshadows everyone if he's in the movie. <laughs> Give Anthony Mackie the limelight. Let him fly. It's good. It's good. Yeah. The question will be will Wyatt Russell be in it? Oh, I think so. Him and Julia Louise Dreyfus will both be in it, I guarantee. Think so? Yeah. Because she, like, they ended that series like she was. She's starting something up with. Yeah, she's starting up the Thunderbolts. Yeah. Thundercats. Thunderbolts. Oh. Like Thunderbolt Ross. Another actor. Man, R.I.P. What's his name? Crap. I don't know. Thunderbolt Ross. Who's Thunderbolt Ross? In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He's, so in the Hulk movie, he's the one that, he's the general that's always going after the Hulk. What was his name? Oh. He was in uh, the village and he was in. Drawing blanks today, guys. You got to look that one up because I can't. I can't. I can't not. put a face to that one. What is his name? So you're saying Jeff Thunder, Bridges era Thunderbolt Ross. Thunderbolt Ross played by. You probably only have to do it right there. William Hurt. William Hurt. William Hurt. But in the comics, Thunderbolt Ross created his own team, which has Wyatt Russell's character. It's okay. pretty much all those characters that Dreyfus is putting together. Okay. That's the Thunderbolt Ross team. All right. But it did have Red Hulk on it as well. So you don't think we'll get any Wyatt Russell or Julia Louis-Dreyfus? I don't know. I hope not. Thor Love and Thunder. First of all, you can go on YouTube, separate from this video, check out our review there. We kind of did a, a spoiler breakdown of it, given our, our, our thoughts on the movie as a whole. Uh, I think you went and seen it, didn't you? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. What were your thoughts on it? Overall, I liked the movie. But the worst part of the movie was the title character. <laughs> That's exactly our yep. thoughts. Yeah. 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 It's doing it's doing fairly well. It, it had a pretty big uh, $29 million Thursday. And I think these numbers are, are accurate to the weekend. $135, $145 million opening weekend. It's, it's going to do well until kind of word of mouth keeps spreading that it's just subpar. And I think it'll drop off. I think we're going to see some pretty big second and third weekend drop offs. Unfortunately. Yeah. You think this is the beginning of the end of Marvel dominance in terms of everything they shot, they landed before for the most part when it comes to like the movies, but now they're starting to have some, some crappy ones, some misses, some series that are so, so 
Yeah, I would say they're even if they're not like straight up bad, which I don't think personally any of them have been so far post Endgame. They're definitely just not even being talked about anymore. You know, people are still talking about Civil War are still talking about obviously the Infinity Saga movies, mm-hmm. but even some of the we're still talking about Black Panther to a certain extent. You know, yeah. Chadwick Boseman is has passed, but we're not talking about Eternals. We're not talking about Shang Chi. Yeah. Spider Man's still pretty. Spider Man's still riding high. That one's doing well. Yeah, this movie's not going to be talked about. It's just not. No. Um. If anything, all it's doing is rejuvenating Ragnarok discussion. But Strange won't probably be talked about. Strange won't be talked about as much, even though that one I think was a hit. The original Doctor Strange though wasn't either. I don't think it's kind of like geared at a smaller group of the fans. It seems like yeah, yeah. I mean, the people who like Strange will love it. Yeah, but it'll be overshadowed by a lot of people just not caring. What? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go I was gonna say, and I think that goes into begs the question should some of these characters not have their own movie and just be put into uh other people's movies and play roles in there like doctor strange absolutely um because i mean i think we've we've talked in the past about we like strange's stuff better when he's in spider-man no way home or uh thor ragnarok like his character was a lot more fun in those uh than he was in his own movies yeah, I think so too. I mean, I, I, I think just that's, it's not all of them, but definitely that era of the heroes. So what I would consider like the tentpole superheroes that we've been watching for 13 years mm-hmm. at this point, I think they have to start getting sidelined to allow room for other characters to come in. Because now you and I were kind of talking about it earlier. Natalie Port- Portman got completely overshadowed by Chris Hemsworth in this movie which I think did a disservice to her. And she should have been the, the main character of this movie. Mm-hmm. And he had made a good point earlier. I'm going to say it unless you want to say it. Go for it. That how cool would it have been? Granted, I'm not talking... I don't want to glorify death in any way, but how right. cool would it have been to have Gore actually take... to kill Thor, yeah. Chris Hemsworth, at the beginning mm-hmm. to show how strong and powerful he was and then Natalie Portman's character have to come in and defeat him? That'd be cool. The drama oh. behind that is so much. It, it, he and I yeah. were just like, it was like after church and we're just like, oh, this would have made the movie better. And yeah. I was borderline just bent over in agony. Like, <laughs> yes, you're absolutely right. That would have made that movie 10 times better. Yeah. No, that's good. That's good. Russell Crowe has zero place to be in a comedy. I believe that. Cancer from my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Bad. Although, dad, and I was talking to my dad about it yesterday. He's like, I don't think I laughed once in that entire scene. And I was like, no, there was one time I remember you laughing because I laughed. Vera was laughing. Do you know what, t- what part I'm talking about? Involving Russell Crowe. Okay. This strictly Russell Crowe. Nobody else. He's not playing off of anybody. But when he's up on his pedestal thing and he goes to get down and he's walking down the stairs and he like grabs his little, oh. <laughs> he grabs his little skirt and like little, teeters like, off the edge. Two, two lift. And I was like, it's down. only funny. Because that's Russell Crowe, yeah. you know, and yeah. that's the only reason yeah. that that is hilarious. Everything he, else, yeah, it was agonizing. He didn't even look like a Zeus. Like he, he reminded me of like one of those naked baby cherubs that shoots yeah. arrows. <laughs> yeah. That's actually really good. There was zero manliness <laughs> in that. Yeah, and, and even again, another thing you were saying was about Hercules. He looked like plastic at the end. it looked like really bad unfinished cgi yeah yeah i wonder if that was last minute 
it had to have been something like that because the rest of the movie was visually stunning. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just that scene was terrible yeah. with them. So I don't, I don't know what that was about, and I really don't care about the Hercules character either. So like, no, why are you even no. introducing him? What I find interesting is the fact that DC and Marvel both have Zeus and Hercules characters in their properties, mm-hmm. strictly because that's a public domain. Anybody could use those characters. That's why. Right. Zeus looked like he belonged on the stage alongside Matt Damon. Absolutely. Yep. Like that's how he yeah. was acting. Yep. He looked like he had been straight off of that set and not the actual Zeus. Over the top intentionally. Who yeah. played Zeus in The Clash of the Titans? Was that Liam Neeson? Liam, Liam Neeson. Was it? Yeah. yeah. I would have been fine with seeing that. He was way better. Oh, he yeah. would have been he's a, a lot more serious of an actor. It yeah. has to be a serious character. I get what Taika was doing. He did it intentionally because he wanted them to seem disconnected from reality. He really, but he made all these, and obviously they're false gods. They're not real gods, but little like, G. Yeah, little G gods. He made all of them look like bumbling idiots. Even the 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 one that Gore worshipped, yeah, his yeah, people worshipped. Yeah. He was like a fool, just some fat slob, like. And Thor, like we've talked about Thor, like ever since in Endgame, he's just been like he doesn't know how to do anything. I know. It's like Thor, the first two Thor films, he was smart. Like he knew how to play. Like legitimately, and- outside of Valkyrie, Natalie Portman's Thor, and Christian Bale's characters, everyone else in that movie was an idiot. Yeah. Mm. Really? And I don't mean that to be disrespectful to any of the actors or the directors. That's just how they were written. That's how you made the movie, and yeah. that's definitely how it came across. Mm-hmm. And it's not funny. It wasn't funny. No, it was bad for a lot of moments of where they thought it would be funny, it's not funny, and then other stuff that shouldn't be funny is funny. Yeah. Yeah. But Yeah, like the only trope that I liked out of it comedy-wise, other than the plays on the stage... <laughs> Those always land. Those are hilarious to me. But the whole hammer and axe and the axe being mad about him talking to the hammer. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. The way it like, kind of just creeped floated up. Floated into frame. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> yeah, that was clever. Yeah. And some of the jokes were just poorly timed, too. And again, we don't need to go in super detail with I it. I know. We, we did already it. a little bit. But, but like when he's fighting Gore at the end. And they've got he's got Gore's got them all like chained back with the shadow monsters, and he's like, "Call the hammer." And he's like, "I'll call the hammer when you call the dentist." It's like that's a funny joke, but the timing of it was just kind of like, "You're gonna tell that now?" Like, I think that's one of the better jokes. See, you and I disagree on that. I think that's one of the better jokes that actually works. But it reminds me of Ragnarok, like the opening of Ragnarok with the what was that creature that was prophesied to to destroy Asgard, the big horn thing, oh, right at the opening. Yeah, and he's like chained up. And swinging around, and he's trying to be all menacing, and he's like, "I'm sorry, it's doing it on its own. I can't, I can't stop this." Like those kind of jokes, I think work. Yeah, yeah, I thought that one was fine there. It's yeah. the Russell Crowe bits, literally the bits. Yeah, they could have had so many cameos in that too. Oh, like yeah. just being at that city, like different gods, just had different cameos or something. I don't know. Like yeah. it would have been great to see like Loki just. I just think, and we again, we've talked about it to death at this point. I think you need to retire some of those characters. The arc is over. It's Thor's arc is done. You've got nowhere else to take him, so now you're just making him a bumbling fool, which is more bringing disrespect on what you've already, the legacy that he's built up. Mm-hmm. But that being said, yeah. moving on to other Marvel news, 
is that uh, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio are going to reprise their roles for the Echo series. Okay. Is that Mr. Echo from Lost? Mr. Echo? <laughs> I don't remember the Lost. Good one. Yeah. No, that's the blind chick from the Hawkeye series. She was Echo. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's getting her own series. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Which so, is cool. So it was like Daredevil going to like train her? Is that? No, I'm pretty sure she's the bad guy. Oh, so it's going to be two blind people just fighting. I that's thought gonna it was going to be the was blind. Was she blind or was she deaf? Deaf. She was, she was deaf. deaf. So I'm sorry. Wow. So one can't see I and the like other one can't hear. <laughs> yeah, but she can she can feel through vibrations. That's what she can do. That's her power. So when they talk, she can still hear what you're saying uh-huh. because she can sense it like through the vibrations in the air. Hmm. They did they definitely downplayed her character for the series, but yeah. she can do way more than what that series let her do. Well, didn't she kill Wait, who did okay, who did Vincent D'Onofrio's character or kill at the end of that no she had a gun on him oh that's right and she shot him yeah i guess he's gonna literally have like an eye patch because she shot him in the face oh okay he's so good as that character oh my goodness i'm so glad they ha- they didn't actually kill him off and they're gonna bring him back but then you're also gonna have what uh, and this is all rumors at this point not that part that part's established but yeah. the rumors that Daredevil is going to come in and be looking for Jessica Jones, Kristen Ritter's character, Jessica really? Jones from the Netflix series. Oh, so Marvel's pretty much ex- adopting most of those characters from the Netflix stuff. He's going to be looking for her. <laughs> come on, <laughs> he can't see nothing. He ain't looking. <laughs> oh man, this is low hanging fruit that you decided to uh... see. Taiki Watiti, that's a joke right there. Okay, <laughs> but I'm I'm really excited that they've. They did fan service in Doctor Strange by bringing in John Krasinski, and we're like, uh, I don't know how I feel about it. This is fan service to a T. Like, everybody wanted these people mm-hmm. back, and you're doing it, and I think it's going to do nothing but benefit the show. Yeah. Because he's the best Daredevil. Oh, yeah. It's going to be interesting, though, because Disney Plus is doing it, so they're obviously going to have to tone down some of the violence, because that Daredevil series on Netflix was rough. Maybe. They're going to, they have to tone it down. They're making Deadpool 3 still rated R. Marvel. Then Disney is lost. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think they will tone it back, but I think you can still make a really good Daredevil that's even toned back. Like, I would love, and if they're going to, they're going to, they have to, Marvel, you have to, Disney, you have to bring back, um, what's his name? Punisher. Oh, John Berthal. You have to bring John Berthal back to do the Punisher. Yes, yeah. And even if you dialed both those characters back, I think that could still 100% work. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. The only I mean, yeah. person I don't want back is whoever... Foggy Nelson. Who played Foggy? Oh, he was fine. Yeah, I like Foggy. Or let John uh, Favreau do it because he's the one that did it in the Ben Affleck movie. John Favreau can't. He's happy. He like, could absolutely he could do it. That would be He's already in the MCU. But he's oh. old and he's just like, hi, I'm Foggy. And then he walks off screen. That would be hilarious. And he's, then walk in just, screen in a, the very next scene as happy. <laughs> just have him bump into current generation Foggy and then just have him make some comment about you're familiar, but my memory is a little foggy. And that's that, a missed. That would be. That's great. a missed beat for Multiverse of Madness that somebody didn't run into John Favreau as Foggy in another reality. We're gonna get Haley Steinfeld in 
this you think as well since she's <clears throat> I don't know they're definitely putting um, together like a young Avenger team yeah so and that's probably something that Kevin Feige is going to release when they do Comic-Con here shortly yeah which is it's right around the corner I bet they're going to announce a young Avenger team to some extent because there was even talks about bringing in from Thor uh, Heimdall's son oh yeah for a young Avenger team which I think would be awesome I would, that would mm-hmm. be great that like, would be so him. cool yeah even have Spider-Man in there and then Haley Steinfeld's oh. character. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's a man now. <laughs> We've established. He's in No, college. you introduce Miles Morales. That would be, I think. You I do Miles, you do cool. Haley Steinfeld as Hawkeye. Hawk girl. Yeah, because if you bring in Miles, then you don't get the overbearing weight of Spider-Man. Yeah. He's still trying to find himself anyway. Who do you, who do you uh, get to play Miles Morales? That's a tough one. I don't know. I don't know. I would say Heimdall's son would be perfect. No. He's already <laughs> he's already Heimdall's. Oh, what is his name? Lucas from Stranger Things. Ooh. Yes. That would be good. I like it. He's the perfect age. Yep. Mm-hmm. He may be a little bit older, but he could still play on the younger side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I like that's that good. a lot. I like that. Yeah. I can't remember any of the other characters that have been established young. Oh, we got Miss Marvel, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously. The one girl from Doctor Strange, America Chavez. Yep, yep. There's a whole there's a whole bunch of people you could do. Yeah, you they could got bring plenty in, of them to where you don't have to go at the main lines yeah. anymore. You could bring in She Hulk if you absolutely needed to. Oh, <laughs> she's a bit of a veteran. We don't know he, yet, guys. We don't know yet. I don't want to get to know her. <laughs> Discriminating against She Hulk, won't even give her a chance. It's because she's green. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I got a colorist in here. <laughs> oh, so Tim Allen says the big miss of Lightyear is that missing oh, the dynamic. Brother, is this it is mistakes. Is is it is missing the <laughs> dynamics between Buzz and Woody, which is what carries those movies. When do we get Joe Biden on the show? Ah, oh, <laughs> Sleepy Joe. <laughs> No, Tim Allen came out in an interview. Um, I think it was EW. I don't remember who who the interview was with. CW? CW. Yeah, that was it. Uh, just talking about why Lightyear was a miss was because that that character was never intended to be alone. You know, that it's the pairing yeah. of a buddy and a buddy. Buzz and Woody. <laughs> also known <Buddy>. as Buddy. <laughs> That makes those characters great. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. it's they're missing something if they're not together. Mm-hmm. And I, oh yeah, and people expect that. And that's not what the movie was trying to do. It was giving just a backstory because Buzz's toy was based off of an actual person, like in the movies. Yeah, he was based off of Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, so that's what they were trying to do with the film to give a backstory. But to it failed. Yes. And why wouldn't you get Tim Allen back to reprise his role as Buzz? I don't know. That's. I don't know. Bad because they don't like Tim Allen, I know, but because he's conservative, yes, he is. But he would have done it in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That just sucks. I wanted that to be a good movie, too. Yeah, but now are we gonna get like a Woody movie or like based off of like a, a cowboy? Well, what was his? What was he based on? There was no, I don't think there was any backstory. He's just, he just a cowboy, yeah. So I would be cool. I would be, I think, if Disney, what they should do is, is have a little mini series on there. With the Woody's Roundup gang and have it like the old, like the strings and <laughs> oh, stuff, the marionettes, yeah. and do something like that. That, that would, would be, be cool. Funny. 
People could get into that. Yeah. Especially if you get everybody back to voice those characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know who voiced Stinky Pete. He may have passed away. I, yeah, I don't know who voiced all of them. Joanne Cusack did Jesse. Yeah. Bullseye was a mute. He was a horse. <laughs> There's a difference. <laughs> what's hey. your what are your favorite? What's your top three favorite Tim Allen movies? Ooh, top three. Hmm. That's tough. There's not that many though, honestly. No, there's really not. Uh I gotta say the first Santa Claus movie. That one holds up. Okay. Uh I stand by Santa Claus too. I think that's. I, I think Santa Claus two is great too, but Joe Somebody with him oh, I forgot that. about Joe Somebody. Uh, we were the perfect age for that. Yes, bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. What are yours? I would have to say Santa Claus would probably be number one, just because it's iconic. Yeah. Um. Galaxy Quest. Absolutely okay. love that movie. And he did a few in the early 2000s, like A Jungle to Jungle. I, I was just... Or yeah. Rich for Richer or Poorer with oh, that's Christy a good, That's a good one, too. Oh, there was one more. I'm going to say Jungle to Jungle just because it had Martin Short in it. Yeah, that one's good. That is such a silly yeah. premise movie, but it's so good. Man of the House also came out around the same time. That had Jimmy that Chase did, yes. and yeah. uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas in yeah. it. Who, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, if you don't know, played Tim Allen's son in Home Improvement TV show. So Boom. Wow. It's like Cloud Atlas up yeah. in here. You know. I think it's a good it's all everything we're talking about though, aside from our favorite Tim Allen movies, which is really not relevant. It's a good example. Everything Tim Allen was talking about in that interview was a good example of how Hollywood is just disconnected from what the audience actually wants. Yeah. And just listening to the audience say, this is what I want, isn't it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like a kid just screaming, I want this, I want this. But you as the parent have to know, okay, well, yes, you may want that, but I know that's not what's the best for this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. You know, Hollywood's not looking at it objectively and just saying, okay, but this is what's best for the story, or this is what's best for this character, or this is what's best, regardless of what you want, you know what I mean? In so many ways, they're not mm-hmm. looking at it like that at all, which is unfortunate. Yeah. They- so we just get paint-by-number movies that they're like, this is what we think they want to see, and it's garbage. Yeah. That's why Hollywood's been like blacklisting Tim Allen now for years. Well, yeah. Well, anybody that speaks out and says, hey, why don't you do something a little bit more creative than that, regardless of their political stance. It's so, nah, Hollywood's lazy. The big, the big kahuna story for the day, though, is definitely this one. Okay, what you got? Okay. My eyes. James Cameron. First of all, he came out and said that he's only doing Avatar 2 and maybe Avatar 3. Okay. Because there's like five that he wants to make. He's got a story for five. But he's come out and said he's only going to direct the next two, and then he's going to let somebody else direct the rest. Okay. Yay. <laughs> but he was going on this rant about runtimes and how people are making such a big deal out of long movies these days. So his quote here, and I'm going to read it, not verbatim, but 
He said, I don't want anybody whining about the length when they sit and binge watch television for eight hours. I can almost write this part. I can almost write this part of the review. He's talking about Avatar 2. He's legitimately talking about Avatar 2. He's like, I'm going to write this part of the review for you. The agonizingly long three-hour movie. It's like, give me a break. I've been watching. I've watched my kids. Oh, I messed up. I've watched my kids sit and do five one-hour episodes in a row. Here's the big social paradigm shift that, that needs to happen. It's okay to get up and pee. He's salty. He is so disconnected from reality. Number one, nobody's complaining about long run times. No. Nobody. It's about how you make that run time feel. Yes. If three hours feels like eight hours, it's a long movie. That's a long movie. Endgame is three hours. Blinks by, then that's. I wouldn't watch that three times in theaters. Yeah. And 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 he's he's talking about people sit and watch television for eight hours. Yeah, that's true. But we're at our home, so we can hit pause and go to the bathroom, get a drink, do whatever. Absolutely, completely different. (laughs) And I'm no one's. When has there ever been this idea in a movie theater that you can't get up and go to the bathroom? Right. Never been a thing. Never been a thing. But if this, like, he's already, and this is what I hate when directors do this, because a lot of directors do it when they're already making excuses for why their movie sucks and the movie hasn't even come out yet. Mm -hmm. You know this movie's going to be bad because he's already saying, I already know what you guys are going to say about it. He doesn't believe in his movie enough for it to overcome that. Nope, he doesn't. He absolutely does not. So that's just ridiculous to me. Just ridiculous. It was an interview with Empire Magazine. I, I made a list of movies right there. Titanic, which he made, yeah. is over three hours. Godfather Part Two, over three hours. The Green Mile, Lord of the Rings, Return of the Kings, Wolf of Wall Street. You watch any of these movies, nobody's complaining about the runtime of any of these movies. Well, is The Return of the King over three hours, or were you looking no, at the extended version? That's the only one that was over three hours. I don't know. Oh, okay. maybe That may the be the only version. one that was over three hours, because... I know they're all around like 240, but I know the extended versions push them close to three and a half hours a piece. I, the article that I was looking at listed that one amongst all of these other ones. So I'm assuming yeah. that it's regular runtime was over three hours. Okay. That's what I'm assuming. <coughs> at me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> please. I'm going to start misquoting things just so people will actually start making comments on our videos. <laughs> Bring a little fishing pole in, and I want hate mail if I want anything right now. Uh, but I just disagree with that whole premise, and I think it's just a big one that I remember was the remake of Charlie's Angels, okay, which was directed by Elizabeth Banks. Okay, didn't watch the movie, don't care about the movie. But as soon as the movie came out, she was immediately going on the offensive saying well it's because men hate my movies that this movie sucked and nobody wins him no you made a bad movie because if it was good there would be lines of people at a movie theater Mm -hmm. waiting to buy a ticket to go see it and you're just trying to blame everybody for not going and watching your movie make a better movie like you could pull that same thing on uh birds of prey 
Absolutely. Cause just because it's a female cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I went and saw it. Doesn't mean it was good. <laughs> yeah. But, no, and yeah. it wasn't. I was I, talking about that movie. Right. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't because of the female cast. It just wasn't a very good movie. Well, you got one of the best actresses in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Her and acting Margot Robbie was great. And, it was just the story was kind of weak. Yeah. And it was yeah. Overall, not movie. that engaging. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, I've, not, I've not heard people. I've never heard. I don't know who's complaining. Who's he talking about? Who's complaining? Because I've never what? heard anybody talk about the runtime. Even with Endgame. This is what he's stuff. saying. Yeah, nobody's even, saying this, but he's saying Endgame. this is what people are saying. It's ridiculous. It's, he's Again, a, a disconnect. Yeah. He just doesn't know. I can tell you one thing people would say they've said in the past. Nobody needed an Avatar too. Yeah. But he's giving it to us. Oh, he was making comments about not wanting to just make one that he wanted to make. And he, re- he referred to it as a Lord of the Rings kind of thing when he was setting it up. He didn't just want to make one movie. And if it was a success success make another movie if that one was a success make another movie he wanted to make one overarching plot and theme and story so he said he had to go write like six novels scripts for these movies that he's decided he's going to make to make another one so before he would even make avatar 2 he had to go make the story for the next five why because he spends so much time in his submarines in the deep blue sea that he doesn't know what people think anymore. Why is he want to? Why is he wanting to make a Lord of the Rings? Like he does realize Lord of the Rings is based off a book series, right? That's what, yeah. He was equating his move, his Avatar movies, to the Lord of the Rings. Like, so he's equating himself to no, no. That's not the point he was making. The point he was making was just that there was all that established content, so they went and made those movies. So for Avatar, he had to make a whole bunch of established content before he could make those movies. He didn't just want to make Avatar 2. Make a story. I get it. One story. Yeah, I get it. But if Avatar 2 fails, all the rest of the story is irrelevant. That's what, like 12 years of wasted time? Yeah. Yeah. Same how goes long for the- it takes to get the graphics done on those movies. That's bad. Do well, the first bad. one. It's, it's, yeah. Write the next one. Release it while you're waiting for all that rendering and all of that CG to get done. Absolutely. Start writing your next one. Yeah. Then you're not torching yourself writing an entire encyclopedia 12 times for these movies. This all goes back to the same conversation we were having about the Kevin Costner mm-hmm. series he was one of yeah. That's yeah. great in theory. Go ahead. You got to make all of those first. You have to spend the money yeah. first. If yeah. that first one flops, you've wasted all that money. So with that being said, let's make a prediction here. How well do we think Avatar 2 is going to do? Keeping think, in mind that Avatar 1 is the highest grossing movie of all time. I think I think opening weekend it's probably going to do very well. It will probably, because when does it come out here? This year, in December. Right? Yeah. December. Yeah. It might be the highest grossing opening weekend of the year. Spider-Man came out this year. No, it came out in December. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, they always come out around December. Yeah. Ooh, that'll be a good comparison, though. Yeah. So, okay. Is it yeah. going to cut you off? Yeah, no, I think it'll be probably its opening weekend will be high grossing and possibly the highest grossing weekend this year for any movie. And then after that, it'll just taper off. Hmm. Yeah, I think it'll hinge on if he gets any more negative press out there about him. Whether it's going to hit the peak it should. Between now and just then. Just <laughs> based on what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be like a meteoric rise week one and then a steep drop off. Probably. It's going to be like curve. 
<laughs> James, James Cameron's going to be on that curve. <laughs> be the whole I think that's what happens on the well, curve at that point. <laughs> this one flops. It's all in the abyss. <laughs> you won't be able to find it with that sub either. <laughs> I think that's what will happen too. I don't, I don't think it's going to be the smashing su- success that his last one was. Um, and I mean, you could argue that his last one was such a success is just because nobody's ever done anything like that. Before. Well, it was groundbreaking. It yeah. was, but there was no more ground to break. He's he's done yeah. broken. Yep. So now it's and this one's going to completely hinge on the story, and the story yeah. was weak in the last one. So I don't know where you take this story that's going to be any better. Did you watch it? I watched it a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. and you still haven't. Yeah, no. you need to watch it because I'd like to hear your thoughts on it now. Okay, it's a long one though. I know. You might not I, be able to I, sit through it. He said we don't have the capacity to sit through long I have movies. to pee about <laughs> halfway through the movies. Don't pause it either. <laughs> Go by his method and just leave it running. Skip crucial plot. That's so so I'll, I'll, I'll say you probably won't miss anything crucial. No, not in that movie. Yeah. Just the weird creatures. It meanders a lot, but it's it's a beautiful movie. See, I think you should do like a uh not natural disaster, but like a disaster movie series. So he did Titanic. Maybe he can do a movie on like the Hindenburg, the blimp that blew up. That'd be cool, you know? Yeah. And then, I don't know, what's another big one? I don't think, I think he's, I think he's out of steam. I don't think James Cameron's got much left. He needs to keep making documentaries because that's what he's good at now. Mm-hmm. His filmmaking, and again, I could be completely wrong. This could be this this second highest grossing movie of all time when it comes out in December. Very well could. But I just think he's, he's he's just lost. Lost that vision, personally. It'd be nice to see him do something small. Like, step away from a giant project like Avatar and just do something small. Because that's kind of what the, um, the guy who was on the second uh, Doctor Strange did with going to the Black Phone. Oh, yeah. He went from blockbuster to small film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that kind of thing would at least be worth a shot for him. See how he can handle it without unlimited budget, where he has to actually be creative again. Yeah. Well, because what did he do prior to Titanic? He wasn't. Did he direct anything prior to that? Oh, he directed. I don't think Titanic was his first movie, was it? I. I don't know. That's all I was asking. I'm not sure. Uh, because I know he did. He used to do like art, like some of the special effects stuff. In movies like back in the, oh yeah, I do remember that. Stuff. Oh yeah, didn't he direct Terminator? Did he? Yes. Why am I such a fool this evening? <laughs> Golly, I'm gonna look it up, but you're leading me down paths astray, my friend. Yeah, he did. He did Aliens. That wasn't James Cameron. Who was it? Alien was uh, James Patterson. Let's see, what did he do here? Yeah, James Cameron, Terminator. Oh, okay. Terminator 2. No, Aliens. Did he direct it? Or Go did down he... to the his beginnings. We should, we know so much about movies. Look at us. I'm just doubting myself because you, you're in the room. So where he was a director? The Abyss. He yeah, wrote The Abyss. At, look at his directed movies. 25. So yeah, Xenogenesis, short, Piranha 2. Aliens. Terminator. Titanic. The Abyss. Okay. So his so, best stuff has come out pre-Titanic. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, legitimately, I feel so dumb. So is he like... But he's just super artsy. He's a lot like a... Uh, 
Have you ever seen the aliens? No, I'm just saying. Not, Have like, you ever seen not, the Terminator? I'm saying like his movies are. He's become this. They have to be. It's a big theatric. It's got to be big and long, kind of like a. Uh, uh, like once he crossed the threshold of grandeur with Titanic, he won't do anything small. It just went yeah. downhill. He's done a lot of documentaries though. Keep doing that. He loves the ocean. The ocean stuff's really cool. I wasn't kidding. He he ha- he owns his own submarine. It's just He's one of the it. only ones that can get down there. All it is is recycled Titanic footage. Well, he does love the Titanic, <laughs> but and this is what's crazy because there's a documentary on Disney Plus that he was involved in. Like they knew very little about the Titanic, the actual ship, mm-hmm. before they started making that movie because he was like, "No, I'm going to spend a bunch of money to go on an expedition through the Titanic before he even made the movie." He's an expert in all things Titanic. Good for him. Man. Can he explain to us why there was not enough, why Jack did not get on the raft? Because Jack. He chose death. He chose death is what it was. Did you see that clip with Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm -mm. Talking about it? No. An interview. An interview was like, I just saw it. It was like on Instagram or something, but he was like, was there enough room for Jack on the door? And Leo's like, I have no comment. <laughs> and he goes, but didn't... And then it was for... Uh, they were doing the junkets for the Quentin Tarantino movie, Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Once Hollywood. Upon a Time in Hollywood. So Brad Pitt was there, Mogo Robbie was there, and he was there. And she was like... Why didn't you say, hey, should we make this door smaller so it looks like I don't have room to fit? And all Leo kept saying was, I have no comment. I have no comment. <laughs> He's got to be on some kind of like NDA where he literally can't legally comment <laughs> on it. For him to not just say, yeah, there was room on the door. Like, I couldn't yeah, get out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Just to maintain it for this long, it's it's got to be something like that. You think you just let it go at that point? It's not going to change the movie at all. It obviously hasn't. People still love that movie. We are we have gone down a rabbit hole at this yeah. point. What else you guys been watching? Other than Thor, that was about it for me this yeah. week. Thor, I watched Pitch Perfect this past weekend. So. Mm. I don't know why it's a guilty pleasure movie of mine. Yeah, that's a solid one. I've been still working our way through the Terminal List, the Amazon series with Chris Pratt. I don't want to comment on it yet because I'm not done with it, but it's it's pretty solid so far. Amazon knows what they're doing with a lot of that stuff. Yeah. So what I find really funny is it has Taylor Kish in it. Okay. And he's always in these Navy SEAL movies. Like he was in a bunch of the Peter Berg stuff as well, but he's Canadian. So it just cracks me up that he's like, oh. he's so pro-military and he, he plays the roles really, really well. But I'm like, dude, you're, not, you're, you're Canadian. He's just living out the fantasy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. He's got a. He's got a. I've listened to interviews with him. He really is pro, the military and things. I'm like, that's awesome. Good for mm. you, man. That's it. That's all I've been that's watching. Yeah. yeah, I don't. Anything else? I got nothing. I got nothing either. So, if you like what you see, head over to YouTube at Popcorn and Coffee and like and subscribe to our page. Share us with your friends and family. You can also check us out on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and Spotify. Um, if you want, you can follow me at Instagram at Jaziel Good and Jesse over here at Instagram at on um, Pop. You keep saying that and it's throwing yeah. me off. At Instagram, popcorn and coffee. Yeah. Yes, I I manage the main page. So yep. 
Colin, you got any socials yet? Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Okay. <laughs> TBD. <laughs> nothing to uh, nothing to share. All right. Well, that's all for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>